Yes, the recording button is on, yes. You can see it? Yes. Everybody, we're here. Uh, this is not live because I don't know how to plan ahead, but it's me, uh, the commish, Perry. Uh, some of you call me Pear Bear. Uh, owner of the not the not the Buffalo. This is confusing for some. Not the Buffalo Sabers, um, but the Minnesota North Stars of the Empire Hockey Association. Joining me as always, for the first time ever, is Bill. That's Bill. a that's a conundrum. As always, for the first time ever, it's yeah, like but also but both also your but also your Bill. Um, uh-huh. Bill is uh, kind of a you know he's an assistant commissioner. He helps me out with stuff. He's uh, owner of the Washington Capitals in a bit of a rebuilding uh, phase, but we're not going to let that get in the way of our first ever podcast. It's the Empire Hockey Pod. Uh, you are listening or watching, uh, potentially on YouTube, listening wherever podcasts are sold uh, for free. And uh, Bill, let's get right into the business because we're already a, a few weeks into the season. In fact, we just wrapped up uh, week four already yes. somehow of the Empire Hockey uh, Association season. Lots going on, including my team once again getting, uh, you know, just absolutely ruined by fantasy points against, which is a terrible thing. It should never happen to anyone, especially not the commissioner of the league who works so very hard on putting it all together. Bill, what do you have for that? Because I know you've dug into this very, uh, very deeply in the research department. I have, and the luck that you've had is terrible. How you're at the bottom of the Chick-fil-A Norris division right now, just it's, I don't understand how you're at the bottom of the Chick-fil-A Norris division because... Uh, you would be tied with Portland, but Portland tied. So they're 3-8-1 and, and you're 3-9. But anyway. So I'm in last place. Yes, in, your, in the Chick-fil-A Norris division. But I'm going to – you you were you scored 107.5 points this week and you went 1-2. and two Tell me about it. <laughs> because your opponents, your opponents went 119 and a quarter, 105 and 113 and a quarter. Last week, I th- found this amusing – Two of your opponents were 102 and a half and 134 and a half. You scored 70 and a half, but you still lost by a quarter of a point because one of your opponents had 70.75. So two weeks ago, you lost by a quarter of a point, And then in week two, you lost by a half point because you scored 132 and a half points and he's faced 126, 133, and 136. So like, it's incredible the points that are being put up against you right now. I've basically uh, just scored exactly the right amount of points to lose all these games, what you're telling me. Well, yeah, it takes skill to lose by a quarter of a point and a half point in different weeks. That's just, yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's like, right, well, isn't that like a hit, the equivalent of like one hit on a guy a or hit. something, or like half of a hit or something? Uh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's. Uh, it's important that we – hits are a big part of, of our game, right? And it's, it's funny that our game as a fantasy is – the Empire Hockey Switch is a little bit – you know, it's obviously really goals and scoring oriented. But in order to kind of keep other guys involved, and since there's so many players that, you know, over a 1,000 players from the NHL are owned in our league, you have to give some kind of, you know, value to these players. So, yes, I understand penalty minutes is a weird one. It's kind of a classic fantasy hockey scoring point. If I'm going to stand in my uh, soapbox here, uh, it's kind of a, a classic hockey scoring system kind of point thing. Same with checking checks, mid, uh, hits. There, there wasn't a lot to go by back in the day. I mean, I'm sure. You know, well, 
that's how like yeah, Jody, that's how like Jody Shelley was owned back in the day because Jody Shelley would do nothing but maybe fight in a game and like people would own him because hey I'm getting like five pims or if he gets a misconduct maybe I'm getting fifteen and I'm getting right points, and that's so that's kind of the idea behind that because a lot of guys and you can kind of build your team around it they're cheap points obviously scoring goals are worth three assists two very much you know very heavily favored over the quarter point um, and the reason. This is kind of a deep dive into the thinking of me, the commissioner, Bill, is that uh, the deep reason dive. I haven't gone lower with, with the, uh, with the, with the, pen, the PIMS and the, uh, and the, and the hits, hits is because I love ties. And it's a lot harder <laughs> to have a tie uh, if you have fractional points fewer than a quarter point. It also looks a lot cleaner. I'm a stickler for that for whatever reason. Uh, so that's the current reason why that could change in the future. Obviously this is uh, the empire hockey association pod. I don't know how you found us, honestly, unless you were completely looking for us. Uh, but again, it's Perry uh, commish and uh, bill over there. Well, that would explain too why the beauty of right now we're on a Monday evening with one game in the books for the NHL this week. And right now Philadelphia and Pittsburgh are tied at negative quarter point. That's, That's the beauty beautiful. of it. Beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It's, uh, we're talking about scoring. I know uh, Patrick, our lone, now lone uh, uh, Swede, who is uh, expecting his, his second child, I believe, and they settled on a name, Bill. Yes. Uh, of that Raquel. child. Yeah. Richard Raquel, I think, or like... Just I, the I, same, it's the same spelling, yes. right? Spelling, yes, yes. Absolutely. He did a great job with uh, this morning at 4.43 a.m. Oh. Eastern Standard. Uh, with his three, uh, top three teams of the week, top three skaters of the week, top three goalies of the week, top three rookies of the week. He laid it out beautifully. Let's go over those, Bill, because he's a, such a great job of it. And we'll just put that, uh, that text uh, to an, a spoken word. Uh, we Bill, recap. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, it, needs, it actually needs an NHL <laughs> sound effect for it. I yes. don't know the best one for it. Let's just, uh, let's just blow the whistle here. Time for the weekend re- uh, weekly recap. Uh, uh, by Islanders. Patrick from the Islanders, great owner. His team's off to a you know amazing start. He's made a lot of trades to win now, so uh, you know he's, he's following through, which is good. Uh, top three teams of the week: you have the Ducks, the the Flyers, and unfortunately, uh, one of my rivals, the Blackhawks. Honorable mention to Tampa Bay Lightning, yes. lost to the Blackhawks by a half point. That was a that was a big one. Unbelievable game, yeah. Unbelievable finish. Freaking right, exactly. Jake, Jake Gensel, man. Against Jake Gensel, Daddy. 10 points for Chicago on the final day. Against Daddy, huge uh, for Chicago. Uh, so top three skaters of the week, you have uh, Andre Palat for Tampa, my very own Cam Atkinson, who decided to wake up from a, a slumber that we never <laughs> thought he would get out of. Uh, and then uh, Victor Hedman, who just changed teams, going to Declan and the Winnipeg Jets. So that's an important move there. Top three goals of the week, uh, Jacob Markstrom continues to impress for the Nordiques who are still flying high. You got Mark andre Fleury for the Ducks and Tampa Bay's Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, and, uh, you know, Sheridan's been riding Vasilevsky for basically the entirety of this, you know, this <laughs> dynasty or this, uh, this uh, fantasy league's existence here. So um, it, It's so great, though, when you got a guy that's just going to play every single freaking game and do it. I mean, his value has to be, like, it's so hard to quantify goalie value versus skater value, like, you know, and, and whatnot, but, like, yeah. Oh my goodness. Like just having him has got to be a rock. As someone who has maybe negative points from the year from their goaltending. Yes. I can certainly <laughs> tell you that it's bad. I think I, 
uh, I started Subban, and last week he never played. But he had play, he had played well once two weeks before, so I thought he's better than uh, what I got going on in L.A., which that was a, a, a not a good horse to tie uh, my saddle to, if that's a saying. Um, it is, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, good. I like that I, I said a thing that was true. Top three yeah. rookies of the week, Zach Whitecloud, uh, and then we have uh, Pius Suter and Nicholas uh, Bedoin. Bedoin for the Ducks, uh, the Habs have Suter and then White Cloud for Ottawa, who is one of our new members to the league. Uh, so our new Ottawa member, welcome Cam to the Empire Hockey Association. If you ever end up listening to this, there's your shout out uh, there. Uh, he gives a great recap of the of the weeks as the scoring went along after that. Uh, if you want to get on the Slack, if you can't get on the Slack, uh, I feel sorry for you. You're not in the league. Well, that's why we're recapping it on this podcast. Absolutely. Anything else stand out for you? Um, as far as that goes, Bill, from the recap? From the, uh, I thought he did a heck of a job. Yeah, He did. And, no, uh, he really did a great yeah. job. It's, it's, it's exciting to know that that's Monday morning reading for us. He calls it uh, Johnny. Johnny the Furta Boys call it the Raquel Report, which is a very uh, fitting name yeah. as we welcome Raquel into the world out there in Sweden. They're, uh, they're, are they asleep yet? I can't do the math. Uh, any child should be asleep over there. I, I know that much. Um, seven o'clock. Yeah, it's, it's past everyone's bedtime out East. So anyway, Bill, you had some more uh, digging you did stats-wise. That's why you're the best. Let's get into some stuff you dug up for today's podcast. Okay, well, you're not the only team, though, that has bad luck with high scoring. I, want I to know that. that I think Boston, yeah. Boston's had a tough time, too, but who else you got? Well, yeah, Boston, uh, over the last three weeks, 117.25, 128, 134.5, 124 in the quarter, 123 in a quarter for four Boston. But just this week, Montreal scored 105, and they went one and two because you beat them with 107 and a half, and Anaheim had, had 126 and a quarter. So poor the Canadians went one and two. So yeah, not ideal. No, they're they, 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 Montreal's right in the middle of the Nicorette Patch Adams division. Absolutely, we we should get to our uh, sponsored divisions. We had, we already talked about Chick Fil A Norris for division. Uh, you got division that uh, you're in. Uh, the AT&T, Lily, uh, Patrick, Patrick Division. Everyone's a big fan of AT&T, Lily. So, you know, we got to keep that in mind. And then, of course, yeah. the Jurassic Park, Smythe Division. Uh, we're not sure where these sponsorship came from. We're very happy for them. Um, I'm not sure how much we're getting from these companies. It might be close to $0, but uh, we do appreciate their support. And Winnipeg currently atop the Jurassic Park, Smythe Division. Winnipeg 11-1, their first loss yeah. suffered. Yes, uh, we only have one more. We only have one undefeated team. I don't like talking about them, but I'm sure Bill can. I still can't get over how like <laughs> Chicago's luck. That well, not luck, but like Gensel. It's, yeah. it's literally a goal to assist the game-winning goal. Like with two freaking games yesterday, you got ten and a half from Gensel to beat Tampa. Yeah. Which Tampa? Poor Tampa, six and six after they had a heck of a week too. So. Yeah, and me relying on Crosby, he got an empty net goal to help me beat Montreal. So yeah, that was uh, pretty. A second, freaking... It was a second empty net goal. It was already yeah. five to three, and they. Still, yeah. that's your your team against your team, of course. It was painful to watch. Yes, because I they were watching at five. They were freaking. They were freaking hooking Crosby, like literally, like there was a delayed penalty on it. He was being hooked, and he still scored. So that's why yeah. we love him. Already yeah. down two. Yeah, he's kind of in the doghouse for me because he's not really scoring like he needs to for a almost ten million dollar player. But um, don't worry, he'll play Washington again on Tuesday, so. That's great, yeah. mm-hmm. That's great to hear. Yeah, that's great to hear. Every time he plays Washington, he scores. 
One so, of the reasons, Bill, I created this league to not to not to jump off to on some weird tangent here. But one of the reasons I created this league is I wanted a fantasy hockey league where I could own an RPI hockey player. Uh, it, it, the only way we're going to do that is if we had enough, you know, enough players in it. And Brandon Peary was owned for a number of years uh, for the first couple of seasons here. He had that great year. Um, we scored 22 goals a couple of years back, mm-hmm. uh, I think for Florida. Uh, but he's, whenever he's gotten a chance to play, he scored. I don't know why teams aren't still getting him a chance because everybody needs goals. Um, but uh, yeah, he's, he played one game for Chicago this year to extend RPI's streak of having an NHL player play in at least one game. Nice. Hoping others get up there, get a chance. Uh, Will Riley was added to the uh, Penguins uh, active roster off the. Uh, oh, sorry, he was added on from the. Yeah, he was added taxi from squad. the taxi squad uh, to the active roster at one point. And did, did not get into. Uh, a lineup yet but still waiting for will he's just one year out of playing college hockey for for rpi so that was one of the reasons i started the league i also like deep fantasy leagues where you're you know you know betting on kids you know yeah it's awesome when you have to like fun thing to do you have to literally like look for anybody that may contribute anything to you and that's part of the joy of it is like you know (laughs) to if this guy'll give me a, a fantasy and a half point a week, I'll take it because it's you know it's something. So right, where I'm where I'm playing, St. Cloud State owns Nick Dowd, and yeah. uh, and then rubbing it in you know Tom's face whenever he scores a point. That that's where I that's where I find my enjoyment. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, and you watch. I mean, in my case, I'm a Caps fan, so like I I take enjoyment out of the fact that not only is like Nick Dowd our checking guy like getting points, but that somebody in this fantasy league is benefiting from like, if, you know, uh, Garnet Hathaway gets, you know, something well for that. That's what I mean. But times, you know, every hockey team, it's so cool that that is a thing. Well, and speaking of that though, like, you know, this is an example I pulled up like this week, like I remember like looking at the the very slim pickets in free agency for the last couple of weeks and I remember that Jujar Kyra was available at one point, and I was like, oh, no, there's got to be something else out there. Devils picked up Jujar Kyra, and he was eighth in the league in points this week because he had 16 <laughs> points this week. He had a goal. He had two assists. He was plus five and had a fight and had a game-winning goal. A guy who was, like, just sitting there for a while, Devils picked him up and got 16 points out of him this week. So, like, and he played him. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. I, yeah, like, it was because you incredible. need to. Like, when you pick somebody up, you got to – I mean, we're plugging – especially with COVID now, because, like, people oh, yeah. are dropping left and right. So, like, you know, anybody with a pulse might get picked up this year, and that was part of the beauty of it. Yeah, there is the 10, you know, the 10% cap hit on guys you drop. Um, it kind of deters being dropped, but it's – guys, teams have gotten smarter, I think, Bill, this year in, in the cap room department. They've left themselves some room. It got bumped to $85 million, uh, for these ownership team, these, uh, you know, these general managers to, to kind of work with. Uh, I think trades will – you know, come around. I know uh, Josh from the Sharks mentioned, you know, th- three weeks away from the trade deadline. Yeah, uh, coming up. Empire Hockey Association is concerned. So, you know, you, you got to start thinking about whether you're, you know, a contender or not. Speaking personally, my team were three, what, three and 10? I didn't even. I, three and nine. Three and nine. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, the playoffs don't look like a, a great option, but you can get hot. And the, the great thing about having the three games a week is, you can turn things around in a hurry. I think that's where some teams might wait until that very last minute to make some trades. Well, uh, I know. And, and it, 
Go ahead. I was going to say, and I realize that our league is probably, you know, familiar with it, but if there's any random soul out there that is like, <laughs> watch this at some point, the Yoffs tournament, like, I mean, it's kind of weird at the trading deadline. Like we should explain that. You're right. Yeah. You should have that context out there because theoretically, like you may want to like be okay enough to win Yoffs. So you may want to make a move at the deadline to, you know, it's, that's what's kind of neat about the deadline in your league. Right. It's, it's kind of, yeah, you, for those who aren't familiar and for people in the league listening to this who don't know about it, yes, you can actually uh, come back in the postseason if you're not one of the top 12 teams in our 2016 league. And, uh, and when the best chance at the first overall pick in the uh, first year player draft. So that's, that's kind of a, a goal for some. It means you don't really want to, it gives you something to play for at the end of the year, as opposed to just like sitting things out while the, playoffs are going on and I someone just took a puck to the face I probably shouldn't comment on live action here I guess I'm not giving play-by-play as it already happened but I've got Darren Drager on my screen so I can't help you there (laughs) I got (laughs) uh looks like Trocek took one oh actually this is this is old stuff never mind okay Uh, yeah yeah they're they're in the pregame it's 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 not oh yeah it hasn't started yet yet. okay for those for those not uh Actually, no one's watching it live because we screwed that up, and I can't. We can't do well, it live right. till next week. Sure. Um, if you're watching or listening, uh, of course, recorded now. It's about seven o'clock Eastern time, so games are about to get started. Lineups, of course, as Bill mentioned, top of the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's already a game that already happened yeah. today. A terrible yeah. for our league. <laughs> the Arizona St. Louis game randomly started at like I don't know five Eastern or so, five or four, probably four Eastern at this point. So if you're like me and you had Drake Kajula on IR and you still had him in as your center. You hope he's going to come back this week because I didn't even realize that game started <laughs> four o'clock Eastern. Yeah, and I, I, I might just sit on Justin Braun here. I have no more defensemen left unless I want to cut him. That's just uh, well, no, just kidding. I lied. I realize that NHL has like COVID stuff where they have some weird scheduled times because of that and, and all. But like, I think they need to make a consideration for EHA in the future that they need to have set times so that the EHA owners can, you know, adequately set their lineups on Mondays. I think just out of courtesy. I know certain members of this league like to call me Perry Bettman, but um, I like to try to d- distance myself a little bit from uh, from Gary in that I, I know I try to be straightforward with everybody, and uh, I try to be a little bit better. I, I try not to get booed. I get booed at our draft, which is a little bit weird. Um, I know it's just through Slack, so it doesn't come off the same way. But uh, I, I don't appreciate it. I do. I work hard for this uh, for this league, and it looks like I do have a player coming back. I screwed up already, Bill. I got. I got to admit this. Uh, wait, did I? Oh no, I didn't. Justin Braun is. I can cut him. We're doing a live cut here on the. Nice. Pod. Yeah. See you later, Justin Braun. Too many players on the squad, and uh, I have Matt Dumba coming off IR. So oh, they boom. Apologize to uh, the rest of the teams I'm playing this week because <laughs> I'm about to drop a couple bombs here uh, with my guy. And the, hey, the Wild are playing again. Season's not over, as some may have thought it was. I got some matchups. I'm playing against all sub-500 teams. Okay, I lied. St. Louis is 6-5-1. and one. But um, trying to come back here, trying to bounce back. This week will go a long way to determining whether I make a push for the playoffs, Bill, uh, starting at 3-9. and nine. If, I, you know, if I end up – if I only win one game, then you're, four, you're sitting there at 4-11. and 11, It's like – Well, heck, I want to give a shout-out to the California Golden Seals because they're the, another – Also new Jurassic- owner. Another Jurassic Park Smythe division team, but they had one win entering the week, and they go two and one this past week. So you doubled their win total in one week. Great job by the Seals, formerly yeah. the Monarchs. 
so congrats to one of our new owners. Seals making a push here, maybe trying to make a move, trying to get into playoff contention. Uh, what else you got in your notes, Bill? I know you have some uh, matchups of the week. Do you want to get to those right now, or we can uh, we'll leave, do you want to finish with those? Whatever's best. I mean, one thing I did want to point out, you talked earlier about how you liked ties. Well, we did have ties. a tie this past we week did. because Buffalo and Portland had an epic 90-90 to 90 tie. And the thing that was crazy to me about that is that on the final day, again, Sunday, there were freaking two NHL games. Yep. And Buffalo got 10 points out of Lars Eller, Ovechkin, and Tanev. And what was crazy about that week is that the two Phoenix goalies were going together in that matchup. Auntie Ranta got negative a point and a quarter for Portland, and Kemper got 14 and a quarter for Buffalo. So, and that still all ends up in a 90-90 tie. So, just fascinating number stuff. If you're a nerd like me, I just thought that was fascinating. That is fascinating. And we do want to point out every team in the league has won a game. Even our expansion teams, uh, Phoenix is 1-11. I know he's been uh, kind of leading the way as far as uh, trying to you know, sell off assets, try to win in the future. Which Phoenix is- did have 46 points this week. Not great. Yeah. Um, but- 12 from Robbie Fabry. <laughs> Robbie Fabry's <laughs> holding it down for Phoenix. 12 um, of his 46 points, yeah. <laughs> Certainly uh, knows what he's doing. And uh, so the, the fans of Phoenix are trusting the process here as much as they possibly can. Uh, and for Nick in Portland, 3-8-1 uh, is, you know, not bad. We already have a goal uh, from Cam Atkinson who says hot. I love that. Love Goodness. to see it, Bill. Goodness. He is hot and he's st- – he, he, he almost didn't exist for the first three weeks of the year. So I'm glad he decided to show up. I stuck with him. You kind of have to for the salary he's making. Uh, and uh, he's got a new line mate here in Patrick Line. Yeah. Uh, which is good. Went there, got benched, and then is now good because he got benched. So it's all towards his credit, right? You know, definitely credit towards yeah. and credit Cam Atkinson for playing on his line and you know scooping up a juicy rebounds. So I'm flying high. This podcast, the first of the of the uh, season for this league, and uh, it's me, the Commish Perry, with uh, Fur to Bill. And we are uh, jamming away. Bill, let's get to our uh, – let's wrap this thing up here. We're, in, uh, we're, let, we're, get, let, we're getting close to a half hour, which is me, good. Let me point out one more matchup then. No, we um, want to point out all the matchups. Did, okay, okay. well, did you already give them? I got one more that I thought was co- – well, one more team that I wanted to give Oh yeah. to. Yeah. Give some props. I'm sure this is from last week still. Yeah, this is last week recap, yeah. So Absolutely, H- give it to me. Houston entering the end of last week. Houston yep. was down, but they scored 14.75 points on Sunday. Um, they got, and again, remember, two games on Sunday, four assists, and Philip Grubauer, and that put Houston over the top. <laughs> Listen, Houston beat San Jose 75-75 to 74-75, and 75 and three-quarters to 75. So his 14 and three-quarter point Sunday helped him win by less than a point in two matchups. That is something. I'm sure Joey's excited about that. And he scored. He had 75, uh, what was it, whatever it was, 75 and three-quarter points on the week, one goal. His team scored one goal the whole week. It was Patrick Kane got him a goal, but he still won twice. Grubauer has to be having a big week for him then. Well, no. they Remember, Colorado never played all week. They were another COVID team. They randomly came back Sunday in that game. They lost one nothing to Vegas, but Grubauer made enough saves. He got him like three and a quarter points or something like that. Okay. Just enough. Yeah. 
That's wild then. Okay. Yeah, but I loved how he, he scored one goal the whole week, but still managed to go two and one. That's Kane, the league, man, sometimes. Kane, Kane scored like 15 points for him or something like that. Okay. That's just, we have some uh, – looking ahead to this week, I know a lot of these games have already started. Uh, we already had a shutout on the board. Yeah. Uh, Darcy Kemper. Darcy Kemper, who plays for? Buffalo. But he didn't start him. Oh, no. Yeah, Olmark's in goal for the Sabres, so. Yeah. Well, Alex is not well, going to be happy listening to this pod, but that's he, okay. He's not, he's not especially because Kemper helped him tie last week. I mean, he got him like 15 points last week. This sounds like a little bit of overmanaging from a, a former champion. Uh, I am wearing the Sabres jersey. <laughs> I, I want to say in honor of Alexan and his inaugural season-winning championship, he's actually the only owner to win the cup in, in, a, in a competition. Uh, Bruce won it last year, uh, but we had to obviously end the season short because the, the, the season ended. We had to go to a right. bubble, and we weren't going to do fantasy out of the bubble. Uh, so the Ducks were our, our year two champion. Uh, Bruce... Uh, Staten out in California. Um, hope they're doing fine out there. A lot going on in the country, I know, uh, as far as uh, COVID and all that. Hope, hope all of our owners are doing well. And all of you watching, that is probably a circle as far as that Venn diagram is concerned. Um, but uh, we're almost at the end of the show, which is going to look to be about a half hour every week, recapping the, the previous week of Empire uh, Hockey Association action. And talking to the, you know the hot and colds of the week and the upcoming matchups. Do you have any, do you have any matchups, Bill? Do we do we talk about those already? Um, just my I talk about my personal matchups, but that's not I, the well, matchups my, of the week per se. I'm excited for some of my personal matchups because I'm facing the one and eleven Bruins and the three and nine Golden Seals, and as the two and ten Capitals, it just gives me some semblance of hope. Okay, let's let's check. I'm going to scroll through and give you some more. Uh, yep, two and ten versus one eleven. That's you, Bill. Yeah. Um, yeah, six and six. You got the you got the couple of Toronto boys up there. You got uh, Spatty and the St. Pat's, who are all boomer bust guys, right? He <laughs> can barely field a lineup with that crew uh, against his good buddy uh, Tom and the Blackhawks, twelve and zero. That's a big uh, trying to stay undefeated. Trying to stay undefeated. Big Chick Fil A North Division matchup there. Um, huge. We're gonna keep our eye on that one. Well, and Slack should be entertaining, if nothing else, because Chicago and Houston are facing each other this week in, that, in one of those matchups, too. So We got overmanaging Alexan and the Buffalo Sabres at 7-4-1 against 9-3 uh, Detroit Red Wings. That's a big matchup there. And uh, what else we got here? Tampa 6-6. Six and six. I'm a little bit surprised Sherry's team has underperformed so far this year. They seem to have a lot of talent. Um, but, uh, again... Tough start for them. Long way to go, Bill. No matter how you slice it, right? We're, we're, we're four weeks in. Um, we're getting close to the halfway point, but that's still a lot of games left. Well, especially, like you said, the three matchups a week. It's it's going to pivot very well. Yeah, so – and it is – that wrinkle of COVID does factor in a little bit. I mean, like last week, like anybody that had a Sabre, like, you know, maybe not many Sabres are owned – but like the Sabres never played last week, for example, among others. So like, that's, you know, you got to tweak your lineups and ride the wave, but that's, that was the beauty of, you know, Houston getting Grubauer to play on Sunday only being enough goalie points to put them over the edge. Like, so you never know. Absolutely. That, uh, I think that's going to do it for the pod bill. Uh, is that anything else to add here before we get out of here? Uh, looking forward to it. 
And uh, we need, if, if the league wants us to do other features, let us know what features they want us to do. Yeah, we can, we can ask them yeah. uh, uh, later. But uh, that'll do it for us. For the Bill, Kamish, uh, Perry here with our first ever Empire Hockey Pod. We'll get that up and running as soon as possible. We'll have the full live stream of the video next week. I promise you that. And uh, NHL 94 Siren, take us away.